PFT Media. You are now listening to Cinema Crespediso. Chris Crespo Radio Show. Everybody likes it. Listen to his shit. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 450. Let me check my notes. Two of Cinema Crespity. So, uh, sometimes uh, the cold starts. They're weird. You know, the cold. <laughs> you just got to jump right into it. It's like jumping into a pool. I can't just stand here and jerk on this goddamn lawn. You know, you just got just to gotta push the lawnmower into the pool. That's how lawnmowers work, right? Right. Drusa Cockburn, how you doing? Your mom. <laughs> Ouch. Ay caramba, this guy with the zinger coming at us. Oh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we are recording on a Saturday because uh, I got a life. But we did manage to see Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi? And the Legend of the Ten Rings. And the Legend of the Ten Rings. You can't forget about the Legend of the Ten Rings, Chris. Very important Legend of the Ten Rings. Uh, apparently very important. But this yeah. is going to be our spoiler-free review. Right? So what we're going to do is we're going to talk about this movie as spoiler-free as we can. And then we're going to do a bonus episode that will be available on Patreon.com slash So Sound good to you, Drew? Sure. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate the participation. I mean, the, the trophy is know. in the mail. I swear it's coming. I've been waiting for it. I on Amazon. I don't do participation. I think the store. I don't do participation trophies. You should only get a trophy if you win. All I have is participation trophies. You got to win to get a trophy. That's the point of winning. You win so you the in the contest of participation. That's not a contest. How do you know it's not a contest? Isn't that called life? Yeah, but you don't. And you're and you're you know you, know, you don't deserve a trophy just for being alive. You know it's what the, the, part- the participation trophy for life? Death. Yes. I'm aware. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a great cosmic gag. I can't wait. It's, a great, it's the most hilarious joke of all time. It's going to be something uh, waiting for us all. Yeah, nothing. Or everything. Say, well, yeah, see, two sides of the same coin. That's what I'm saying. What if, it, what if it's so much everything that, that, it's it's a, nothing, that yeah. it just becomes nothing? That, that That is probably more like... Because yeah, you're just going back to the universe. You're... Your body will rot in the earth, yeah. and your right. your elements will be used by the soil and the trees. And no, or not, I mean, not if, unless I'm embalmed in a box, then the, I'm not going to be part of the uh, the universe again physically. Yeah, no, no, I'll just you'll, uh, you'll be apart from it. Maybe that's the worst thing. That's the worst thing you can do. I want to be buried under a tree without any embalming liquid or nothing. I want to actually be part of the uh, my surroundings again, not turn or cremated. What yeah. happens when you're cremated? Hmm. I mean, then you're you're just. I mean, energy can't be destroyed. You, you're, tur- you're turned. I mean, you're turned into the fire at a certain point in time. Whoa, whoa! <laughs> you become the fire. I mean, yes, the fire is there to help that process along. Yeah, but a certain but point. But then you in become time, the fire. Yeah, make me the fire. And now think about this, Chris. Okay. When you're cremated during the cremation process, yes. At a certain point in time, yes. You are perfectly cooked. Oh yeah, Medium sure. Medium rare. I mean, <laughs> am I though, or because of the fire, am I like, uh, like what's that Philadelphia style steak where it's like charred uh, on the outside? Black and blue. Yeah, might end up be more black and blue charred. But then you might like the charred bits. I don't know. I'm just but saying, then you got to pull me out of the fire and then start eating me. And I don't want to be your poop. I want to become fire. Well, but you, you, but then you're a part of me. 
forever. <laughs> it's almost a fine consolation, honestly, to be part of Drew Cogburn forever. Finally. I, That's I, all I've ever wanted. I don't think you want that at all. What if, <laughs> what if you just smoke my ashes? I mean, I'd do it if you die first. If I die first. I mean, I, th- I, I think we've got a pretty... We got a neck and neck race here. <laughs> well, I mean, be, 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 between, between the family, between my family history mm-hmm. and my constant drug abuse, like <laughs> you know, that's gonna be. You're saying you're not doing yourself any favors. There's, there's gonna be issues. You could, uh, you could, you could break out that P90X DVD you bought all those years ago. What, and throw up, throw up all over again. Just take it easy. You don't <laughs> gotta go so hard. I'm not gonna. I would just do it. They said go as hard as you can, not as hard as you can. Just, just do it. Just the warm up was, was too, just a warm up. The warm up was too hard. You laid on the couch for three days. I threw up. That's tough. That's why I was like, I'm not judging. I'm not, it's like devil, demonic. Shit is rotten. Yeah, Demo- you, you, can't just, you can't just jump into that shit. This like, guy turned on you, the Exorcist DVD over you, here. You've got, you, you've got to have a certain <laughs> amount of already like physicality that, that, going. That thing tried to suck the soul out of you. Yeah, you got to be like Shang-Chi level. Well, no, to, not, not... Like what if Simu Liu like, put that P90X on? Not Shang-Chi level. You just, you just got to have a decent cardiovascular system, and my lungs are full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> so Okay, fair, 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 fair. You think you think similarly you could do all right on like a on a cold cold put on the DVD just go do the first workout I mean, maybe skip the work the warm up and because uh, I mean I'm kind of wondering guy, guy looks pretty ripped I'm kind of wondering how much of that was actually him and not either a stunt man with Simulio's face on him or well, a um <coughs> yeah or CG Simulio how much did he could he learn did he learn in the meantime the last yeah. couple I mean, years I, or I did know, he already know etc etc exa- like, I know some of it was definitely him. Like, sure, because like I, I could tell, but and, and some, some of it, it was definitely like a CG Shang Chi, obviously, yeah, and some of it was definitely a stuntman with his with Simulu's face on him, a fa- face mapping like uh Tanya, I Tanya, how they did uh, Margot Robbie face mapped on an ice skater, yeah. Interesting technology. We were and there, and the only days, reason I know it was all of those things was because at one point in time they. S- I think they missed a couple frames because at one point in time it was Simulu, yeah, Stuntman. Stuntman was only there for maybe like oh wow a half second, wow. and, and then face mask. Wow, you caught a you caught a missed frame. Or something. Hmm. Fascinating. It was know, definitely not him. When it gets a lot of CG blur like that, I my eyes glaze over. Well, I mean, your vision's not that great anyway, Chris. That's true. In all reality. That's true. Guys. Unless you wear your glasses. And you, you I haven't seen you wear your fucking glasses. Are, Good Lord. Where are those glasses? I don't, think I've, I've, I don't think I've seen you wear glasses in years. I know you need know them. <laughs> that's interesting. I, so. thought my, I, thought my, I thought I was getting better. Hmm. Weird. Yeah. Um, I mean, I can still read my notes, so, so I'm, that, I'm fine. That, that's all you need. I'm fine. I can, <clears> I can see it at night. Yeah. If it makes movies better for me, then so I can't see as well in the CG, the uh, yeah. I'm not noticing the uh, the face mapping uh-huh. as much. Shit, more no. people should be movies like I do. Um, spoiler free review: Shang Chi. What you think? Bueno, I know bueno too. Mm-hmm. Bueno, two O's. Go- I was. I mean, it's <laughs> a, a. It's a. It's a character I'm not necessarily familiar with. Same. Uh, I mean, I've seen him popping in. You know, he popped in and out of stuff that I was reading when I was a kid, but nothing. Nothing that uh, Nothing stuck with stick. you. Yeah. Okay. okay. And uh, I, yeah, I just didn't know that much about the character. So then you could whole. go into without any baggage, just yeah. <clears throat> enjoy the story for what it is, I mean, and the I, character for what it is. I did know about the Ten Rings, but only through 
other ways. Yes. Yeah, how that keeps popping up in, yeah. like, I guess f- most famously with Iron Man, right? Yeah, well, um, that's, I mean, that's the Mandarin, which, I mean, yeah. Which, so. uh, yeah, the, the, I mean, it's in the marketing. They address that, how it's well, tied I mean, into, they, like, Iron Man in the beginning well, and because, the whole, the the whole the, MCU. Because the, the Ten ring he used the same banner in Iron Man 3 that they're using. Yes, in the same here, logo. So. I bet you it's in the first Iron Man. It probably is. But if you go back and you look, know. it's probably been the same logo all along because there's those tr- like not trailers but commercials that played before the trailers, and there's one with Kevin Feige being like, uh, Ten Rings has been around since the first Iron Man," and they yeah. show clips from it and shit. Um, so they're like really hitting that home, like, "Hey guys, this isn't just like out of nowhere. Like we've been laying these plans just like everything else yeah. because somehow we figured this out with the first Iron Man. Yes, yeah, by accident we stumbled <laughs> into Iron Man." And uh, and we're gonna see if we can keep yeah. Is that crazy? That's wild. Uh, yeah, I thought this was a pretty damn good movie. I really enjoyed it, especially for it just be like a Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. You know, your expectations got to be sort of like I'm expecting. Oftentimes, I'm expecting good, but not great. I'm never expecting great. It's yeah, that's what I'm saying, right? And yeah, it's like the Black I'm, Panthers and Ragnarok's are rare. Yeah, I'm I'm never expecting great. I'm I'm expecting competent and watchable. Yes. If I don't get those two things, then we've got a problem. Then we got a Thor. <laughs> then we got a Thor Dark World yeah. on our hands. Here's what's going on. We got an Incredible Hulk. It's been a while, really, since they made a movie like that that delivered. Yeah. I mean, Ant Man and the Wasp is like fine. It, it's just forgettable. It's, th- that's riding that line. It's yeah. really because the first Ant Man was just. A cool heist movie with yep. superpowers. With, within the, a cool sci-fi angle. The, the second one, like... Has no identity. Because it's setting up the next one. Yes. It's, it's a setup movie. It's like, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's setting up a bunch of... It's probably... It was pro- it probably... It, it just set up a bunch of shit. Which is... Uh, yeah. Well, did. But then maybe it'll all pay off then when we get to Ant-Man and the Wasp. Quantumania! And it'll I be mean, uh, pretty wild. If it's not... Wa- I mean, it's called Quantumania, Chris. If this yeah. movie isn't batshit bonkers and like... My ear, my brain isn't oozing out of my ears because like, I'm so confused. Then right, it should be insane. And then also, uh, Jonathan Majors as yeah. King. Like I want, sure in that. like people with epilepsy shouldn't see Quantum Mania. <laughs> be careful. Like, I have a feeling like it's people are gonna die. You can, you be, I mean, they may have like a way to. How many frames per second <laughs> can we get away with on these flashes? Shang Chi. Uh, Simu Liu as the lead. Pretty damn good. I'm I'm, yeah, I, I I will watch a movie with Simu Liu as the lead. Yeah, guy's good. I'll guy, watch it. Guy's good. He's watchable. It's crazy how apparently in China, when he was cast for his character, Chinese people were saying that he wasn't handsome enough because he wasn't meeting like Chinese. Well, standards Chinese standards, of beauty. Yeah. yeah, and also wasn't ripped enough for to play a superhero, which is crazy. Uh, I was like, this is a damn good looking uh, ripped dude, and and he's good. Well, it's good. He, I enjoyed him. I do enjoy that he didn't get Marvel ripped. Like he's with he's took he took his shirt off. He did. They, 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 they I had mean, the he's a he's uh, a, compulsory shirtless scene. Yeah, he. I mean, he did look. He looked in shape, but man, he wasn't. Man, man had abs. Enough for me. But he wasn't Marvel ripped. He wasn't like <laughs> Thor. Yeah, yeah. Like, the but veins weren't popping out of every fucking orifice. Which should be the way because he is a guy who was just like a uh, uh, valet. Right, he's been doing valet for a minute, and yeah. all he does is like push-ups, and, mm-hmm. his, and that's all we've seen him do. He does push-ups, push-ups so we know that he takes care of his body, <laughs> right? But he also drinks and does karaoke. But he's also yeah. young. What is he like? Twenty-one? This character, twenty-two? Uh, I would say, I would, I would say, because I because he had that mid-20s. shirt that was mid twenties. He had that shirt that said class of seventeen. Well, was it, that a high school shirt or a college shirt? Must have been a college because he's because he said he ran away at fourteen. 
and his dad at one point in time. They even that, if he ran away and, at fourteen. And in the trailer, that, he says, "I've given you ten years," so that would make him twenty-four. Okay, because he was born in like ninety-seven. He'd be born in 97, 14, 2011, gave him 10 years, 2021. Oh, shit. Math. Crazy. That math, <laughs> that math works. Math crazy. tracks. Wow, math. I, I, that always surprises me to this day. Math, math. surprises me. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't understand it's it. Like it's like magic. It is magic. <laughs> it's math magic. I saw Donald Duck in Math Magic Land. He convinced me it was magic. Um, I wonder if that's on Disney+. Plus. The, so are mathematicians wizards then? Yeah. Yeah, sorcerers. The sorcerers. They're sorcerers. Which is sort. Or, those are warlocks. They cast spells. Uh, if you're just uh, figuring out the equations of the universe, you're a sorcerer mm-hmm. or sorceress. Fair. You know what? No, sorcerer. Gender doesn't matter. Sorcerer. You can be a sorcerer supreme lady, lady sorcerer supreme without the lady qualifier. They're talking about the, that's happening. They're talking about getting rid of. So which one are they going to choose then? The masculine or the feminine? A dealer's choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for like some awards, uh, awards like best actor, best actress, they're getting rid of the actor actress split, okay. and now they're just gonna do like best actor, and then it's just gonna be man, woman doesn't matter, all thrown in one pot for uh, to give out those awards. Okay, I, that just means less awards. That works for mm-hmm. me. So, uh, Shang-Chi winning any awards soon? Production design, maybe? Maybe for some of the costuming? I don't know. I've I've seen better versions of all of it. I don't think it's a Black Panther level of uh, costuming. Yeah, nor like a Zhang Yimou level of costuming. I mean, they were definitely going for the Zhang Yimou mood. For some of it, for sure. So. Especially with some of the, um, like, set in the woods type stuff with them, like, leaves flying Mm -hmm. around them and things. Uh, And the Kung Fu. Tony Leung as the dad yep. and the sort of little villain, sort of villain, right? Type of thing. Yeah. Definitely one of the least villain heavy movies of the Marvel. Well, yeah. In I mean, terms of like, I want to take over the world. <laughs> I mean, in, yeah. all, in all reality, he already had taken over the world. That's true. So, yeah. like, yeah. We, 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 we got to that point already. <laughs> love. love is so powerful, Drew. Um, Tony Leong is a goddamn where, where, legend. Where do I know him from, Chris? You know him I've from... I've seen his face. I, yeah, I, he, I, like, I saw his face. I'm like, this guy. Like, I've seen him guy, before. I don't guy. know who Where's he is, but I've from? seen him in things. Who is this dude? You know him from Hero, mostly. Okay. He's one of the assassins. There's okay. Donnie Yen. There's uh, another yeah. person. And then there's uh, him. Okay. Um, he's also in Infernal Affairs, which is a Chinese version yeah. of The Departed. Uh-huh. And he's, I think he's the, like the DiCaprio. Yeah, he's the DiCaprio. He's the one who goes undercover. And uh, what else is he very, I mean, he's done a lot of, he's done a lot of Wong Kar Wai stuff. So in the middle okay. of 11, 24-6. But like, Heroes is the most popular thing that's for like worldwide, especially coming out here. And then, uh, oh, the Grandmaster. Remember when we yeah. saw that? Mm-hmm. Um, that was, um, not Zhang Yamao. Who did that one? That was Wong Kar Wai, but that was his Kung Fu movie. That was his first time making one. I think it was his first time making one. No, he made one before. And um, also with Tony Leung. And the Weinsteins got their hands on it for American distribution. And they cut like 30, 40 minutes out of it. They did their thing where they fucking yeah. cut it up and they put it out in theaters. And they're like, what the fuck is this mess? Piece. It's a mess. Why is it a mess? Oh, the Weinsteins. Maybe because some uh, dickless wonder cut 30 <laughs> minutes out of a piece of art that he didn't understand. A fucking goddamn. It's right where he belongs. Mm-hmm. In prison. Yeah. And that's for crimes against art, let alone crimes against uh, people, people <laughs> sexual assault and whatnot. 
These are the worst, worst piece of shit. Um, so he's he's a legend, and man, like I wonder. This is the first time I've seen him in you know four or five things, maybe six movies total. I've always liked him. I think it's the first time I ever see him act in English, and I was like, he's good. I was like, whoa, this dude speak English, yeah, which is like very xenophobic. Uh-huh. But yeah, he speaks great English, and he can also act in English really well. There's a bunch of movie he's doing that. And uh, man, I was impressed. He's definitely talked enough English where he doesn't have like a thick accent. No, he's mastered it to the point where he can just speak it, but then also emote and be like, "My son, I'm so proud of it." I can feel his emotion, and that that hampers a lot of people. Uh, Penelope Cruz. Well, the only reason why is because you're you you're used to the English cadence where natural speakers where they emphasize well, no, yeah. the way with their words and some people from foreign languages they still use their previous languages inflections yeah, so on the English words so it doesn't that, sound the same that it, for sure it could be a big thing doesn't sound sincere when they say things that for sure could be it yeah because they're, yeah, they're saying the words in a way that we don't like that, yeah. it sounds like you're making that up uh, Penelope Cruz is a great example of someone who uh, when she acts in English she's like She's fine. She's a pretty looking girl. When she acts in Spanish, you're like, oh, okay. So this is why people like her. Like, re- <laughs> like revelation. Like, holy shit, this lady's uh, mega talented. She's so good. So, <clears throat> uh, I was super impressed with Tony. I was like, I constantly kept thinking to myself, like, damn, this guy's fucking, <laughs> this guy's talented. Um, I really, I mean, I, but I, I'm also predisposed to kung fu movies and wushu uh-huh. movies yeah. and stuff like uh-huh. that. So now seeing a big budget Marvel version of it. Uh, was very satisfying for me. I mean, yeah, but it's, it's no hero. No, it's not a hero, but it's also not Zhang <laughs> Yimou. It's the guy who did Short Term 12 and Just Mercy. And uh, what was the other? He did another like little movie. He does little movies. He did good with this one. And then he did good with this one. Um, I thought it was like well written because that, like pretty much every scene was about character or theme. Um, you know, and it all brought the story forward in in a smart way. And uh, I was I was impressed. And then the action was fun. What you yeah. think of the action stuff? The action was fine. Yeah, right. I, I enjoyed it for uh, for what they were going for. Mm-hmm. Also, I felt like this dude uh, auditioning for a Fast and Furious uh, job in the future. Daniel Dennis Dennis Daniel Cretton, the director. I feel like he's making those. Like, I can do a little vehicle-based action sequences. Yeah. You know, maybe they'll want me for a, one of them spin-off movies. Yeah, I know. Fast I, and Furious presents one fa- of those. Fa- Fast and Furious presents. Yeah, Chris's mom. Whoa! <laughs> Starring Sung Kang as Han. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. I, I totally watch that. Um, the uh, I thought the action was good. Aquafina was good. I mean, you know, she was doing an Aquafina thing, but yeah. they, but she's like she can act though. Between she, this and she, she can emote, yes, you know, she can like properly emote in a way that I, I can believe I believe her character's trajectories and her things. I like this. I like the what was the one she was in? I was just thinking of the not not oh she's one of the oceans movies, but that's more of like just a yeah she was in the Lady Oceans. Yeah, she yeah she's in Oceans Eight, but that was more of just like oh how fun bit. What's the other one I'm thinking of? And now I came in. It doesn't matter. Fucking, I, I think she's good. I like her. She's fun. Um, yeah, people should see this. Also, made a ton of money. Yeah, apparently, mm-hmm. like uh, almost thirty million dollars on Friday. So is it? Is this the official beginning of the next Marvel phase? Yes, because it well, is because Black Widow was technically a prequel. Yeah. So all that was already done. Yes. So movie wise, this so is the movie official. wise. This is the official beginning. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, Because it was weird watching the 
uh, Eternals trailer? Well, not the Eternals oh, trailer. Like, uh, Black Widow, because it didn't have like anything that seemed weird or out of place. That's like, oh, so that must be the thread. Right, it, it truly existed as its own movie. Yeah, within within the entire MCU landscape, that's true. Yeah, it didn't have yeah. a, a, that little thread that wove it into everything else, like all these other Marvel movies do. That's true. Yeah, and I and I don't know what the thread is in this one yet because you know I haven't seen the next Marvel movie. Right, <laughs> which is Eternals, which comes out uh, November, and they show the trailer for that right before this one, and that was my first time watching that trailer because yeah. I'm just like I'm just yeah I haven't seen any of the trailers for it either. So let's talk about that Eternals trailer. What you think? I mean, it looked uh, uh, uh the, the the giant space god looking thing, the celestial. Yes, I'm very much looking forward to seeing what the fuck they're doing yeah. with these things. When, when he was like, it's like. Who, who gave him that rule? Who told him that? And then it cuts to that and like it turned on or whatever. I was like, oh. Yeah, those are those those are the celestials. Yes. And that touches my, uh, or I guess all of us, we have that. Um, like you ever lay out and, and, and look up at the stars and like realize how truly tiny, infinitesimal you are in, in terms of everything? Yeah, yeah. Mm. It brings out that in me. When I see yeah. something like that in a movie, I'm like, oh man, I'm, so, I'm nothing. <laughs> you, you're less than nothing. I'm less than nothing. I'm a speck in, in, the, in the blink of existence. And uh, it's, it's a weird, like primal yeah. fear. Mm-hmm. Um, and it looks like it. I mean, it's called Eternals. It has to. It's getting into that no. whole thing of like characters <clears throat> that have been around for I guess millennia, right? Even and um, get the explanation. Will we get an actual? Will Thanos get name dropped? Will we be in it? Will Thanos be in Eternals? Maybe he could be. He could be because he's uh, the Celestial. He's one of those. No, or, no, he is the other one. Well, he's a Titan. He's a Titan. Aren't Titans wrapped up in all this too? Uh, they you, yes, no, maybe so. No. They haven't talked about that, though, in MCU no. yet. He could be maybe retcon or fit into something sideways, maybe. Uh, chance. And then deviants. Talk about these deviants, whatever well, the those thing. are. Yeah. Do you know? I don't know. No. I mean, obviously, they sound bad. They're called deviants. Yeah, I don't know anything about deviants. Um, I will say, Angelina Jolie, like, you see her in a movie, it's like, legitimacy it's like damn she's signed up for this shit that's crazy <laughs> well, i'm seeing everybody else in the movie and i'm like legitimacy dude brian tyree henry uh as i think his character's name is phasmos i'm totally okay with all that and uh kamel nanjiani apparently said he wanted to play this in the in the way opposite that i don't even i'm not sure how he referenced it but it was like opposite what you would expect a character like him to do or opposite what he's been doing he's trying to go for something different for mm-hmm. this one we'll see if it works I, i'm it's good to see uh rob stark using his natural accent Yes, I'm all for that. Uh, uh, aren't there two Starks in this? Yes. Yes, that's well, crazy. Well, well tss, tss, I mean, is he a Stark, technically? Oh, yeah, he's sure. A he's, a, he's a bastard. He's, a bastard. he's, not, he's not even he's the right bastard. Yeah, he's the other <laughs> got the wrong one. Um, but yes, Jon Snow is in this movie, Jon Snow's in this is Black Knight, and uh, goddamn Richard Madden. Richard Madden's good. I really, really liked him in the in that Elton John movie. Yeah. I thought he was really good in that. Oh, so wait, he's he's the Black Knight? Yes, Jon Snow's the Black Knight. So he's not an Eternal. No, that's why he was like, well, how come you guys didn't interfere? Yeah. And then that made me be like, oh, so he's not part of their group. I no. always just assumed Black Knight no. was part of this group. Black Knight's an Avenger, and it's I'm, I'm interested to see what they're going to do with his character, with his costume, because, like... Because tra- it's just a traditional, like, big old Black Knight, right? Like No, the- tra- tra- not necessarily big, but just, like, like literally, like, from Arthurian ne- legend, yeah. the Black Knight. There's a quick shot in the trailer of him, like, on, the, on a horse going through, and it looks like a flashback scene yeah. or whatever. 
but it's obviously like modern times because it's Jon Snow. And it's also very funny. They just got a guy from Game of Thrones. They're so like, we need yeah. a knight. Yeah, let's get the guy who looks not good with the, the black. Not just the black knight. Yeah. We, we need the black knight. We need the black <laughs> knight. Get the guy who looks good with the jacket and the sword. Yeah. Uh-huh. The ladies like him. <laughs> the ladies like him. He, uh, he's in recovery. He had to get into recovery. He's sober. Harrington. Kit Harrington. Good for him. Game of Thrones. By the end of all that, he was entertainment business. It really, yeah. it really grinds you up. It's a meat grinder. Yeah. I'm sure. Spits you out at the other end, and if you can survive, good for you. But they don't give a shit. Um, yeah, man, I'm interested in this Eternals movie. It's for sure. Like, it looks like the less green screeny CG of them so far, outside of anything that happens in space, which is going to be, I guess, or ironic just going to happen with, with, with them in costume. I mean, that Angela and Jelly fight scene that was all CG, Chris. Yeah, she does. Have, <laughs> she does have that like CG weapon thing. But like, I'm talking about how just like the shots of them on the beach and in the woods and. It's just very naturalistic looking. It looks like a Chloe Zhao movie in a way, like Nomad Land, but with the weird costumes and eye lasers. Yeah, I'm like, I, I like the eye lasers. Just weird. Just imagine those red. That's gonna be Cyclops. But one, red, <laughs> but one laser though, right? One. <clears throat> well, I mean, a, a thing? or I guess it depends on the goggles you give them. Yeah, you can give them, you give them multiple. <clears throat> multiple beams. Um, shit, man, the Eternals right around the corner. That's 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 a weird um, pandemic thing from the pandemic now. How because their Marvel's on their schedule and they can't fuck with it. That's the problem with them. It's on such a big schedule and so much of it being tied with the uh, the Disney Plus shows that they can't push things off and fuck things around. So now after putting everything yeah, off for if, a year, yeah, because if something comes out at the wrong time, it's not going to make any sense. It's all make things are going to stop making sense, right? Which is crazy. So. Uh, after a year of not releasing shit, now they're putting out three years worth of movies in two years, uh, eighteen months release, which results in a movie every other month. I'm okay with that. I'm fine with that. It means uh, less cliffhanger time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, oh shit, we only got to wait two months for the next installment. Here we go. That's the way it should be. Crank this crap out, motherfuckers, for my entertainment. For me. For me. Make these. Movies that cost one hundred and fifty to two hundred million dollars, and then I and then so I can pay fifty three cents. So I can pay fifty three cents on my <laughs> on my Regal Crown Club uh, surcharge. Fifty three cents is the price of buying my ticket at home from the comfort of my studio. Yeah. <laughs> I'll pay. I'll pay it every single time, man. You're kidding me. Late stage capitalism is awesome. It's so much fun. <laughs> I'm enjoying this. I'm enjoying the the fruits of our parents' labor and our grandparents' labor. The fruits and the spoiled fruits. Oh, some of the fruits are good, some of it's bad. Uh, yeah, like, you just gotta eat it all. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't mind eating the cheap movies. It's gonna suck real bad when I need social security, though. Because <laughs> <laughs> that ain't happening. Yeah, no, 2034? Yep. Mm, boy, that, was a, that's a, that was a scary headline. That's fine. It'll be it'll be a hot hell earth by then anyway. I mean, like, I like hope, government. Wait, you talking about government? I just hope. I just hope a lot of people. I mean, if government's still around, that's what I'm if saying. The United States is still a thing. Hopefully, enough people will have died. Well, maybe I can get some of that money. DC is gonna be underwater, dude. I paid. I've been paying into it my entire adult life. If I can't get it, then like give yeah. me my money back now, then asshole. Oh, you you want to do a bank run on the U.S. Treasury? <laughs> <laughs> that's how it happens. It's my money. That's how that's, it happens. It's my money, and I want it now. Maybe I should call J.G. Wentworth. There you go. <laughs> Start rolling out commercials featuring Juice Cogburn. Do you want your Social Security money now? Are you afraid it's going to run out in 15 years like the rest of us? <laughs> you paid into the system, but you're not going to get your payout? What the fuck's up with that? It would be the ultimate irony for the millennial the millennial generation who has been uh, now uh, documented as being royally fucked in the whole economy with double 
we got pandemic, you got double uh, worldwide crashes, you got all sorts of things that are uh, screwing over millennials, and then they raid the treasury to get their money early, and then that causes the whole thing to collapse, like a house of cards. I'm okay with that. Man. And then we're just sitting around Wait, with like pockets full of worthless money, being so you're, like, well, you're, we did it. You're, you're telling me I can be an active participant in the apocalypse? I think Sign so. me up. I think you can make it happen. <laughs> I think if you work hard enough, you, Drew, can make it happen. You just have to get people to follow you is all. Uh, that's not going to happen. No, then never mind. That I can't do. <laughs> never mind. I cannot get people to follow me. Uh, let's get into some media diet stuff. I watched What If episode four. Yep. Me too. Oh, I don't, it was good. I thought that was a good one. Yeah, yeah. Doctor Strange going fucking super dark. What if Doctor Strange loses his heart instead of his hands? Asked Jeffrey right in the beginning. And uh, boy, oh boy. It is interesting. It's interesting what they do. Uh, get a little Cthulhu-ish in there. Well, I mean, but that's the same Cthulhu that was from... It's the same... It, those are the same tentacles from the first What If. I'm kind of pissed they didn't use something else. Ooh, maybe those tentacles are trying to bust through into Multiverse of Madness. I'm just saying. Or some sort. Maybe they're trying to lay some... Because they did... Watu was making some weird... Because, you know, What If is like, oh, this is the thing that yeah. happens over here on the side. But this what if it's like, well, I can't save this universe, so it'll destroy all the universes. Like, well, it's all connected. Like, all these things are, they can still affect each other. Mm -hmm. So maybe these things will be popping up in, like, future things. Who knows? Uh, but I thought that was an interesting yeah, dark I, episode, yeah, too. Was, well, especially the ending. Yeah, <laughs> like, whoa, Marvel. Yeah. Doing it what if style That's allows good. them to go there. That's good. Yeah. Which they, are, you, really you need that dark to balance the light. That's great. I really liked it. New favorite episode of the season, for sure, is episode four for me. Because for me, it's going to go episode four, and then one, and then two, and then three. Okay. Yeah, that feels right. That feels right in my internal barometer of okay quality yeah. and justice. Yeah. Uh, so what if episode four? Good stuff, good. man. Good it. stuff. Thank you, Benedict Cumberbatch. You're coming back for more and more and more. Uh what we do in the shadows. Oh, it started? Season three. Okay. Episodes I, one and two. I didn't know it started. Just started. I have to get on that. It just started. They just popped two episodes now on the Hulu. FX on Hulu. Uh, yeah, man. I mean. Yeah. We're right back to. We're right back. We're back. Right back in it. You yeah. kidding me? It's what what we do in the shadows. It's it's still good. They managed to get a Taika with TT cameo in the first episode. Nice. And uh, I, I, I like I like the yeah. direction that uh, that they're taking the story, um, picking up right where they left off, and then they announced that they're doing a season four for sure. That's oh. been greenlit. So I saw the uh, one of those guys in something else that I watched this week. Me too. Did we watch the same thing? I forgot to write it down. Let me write it down first. I watched Cruella. So did I, All right. <laughs> oh, dude. For so I, I didn't get it to the very end. So. Really? As yeah. soon as I saw him, I was like, "Seriously? I is saw, that?" I was like, "I was looking. At him, I was like, this guy is so familiar." Yeah, I knew who it was immediately. I was like, "Motherfucker, you gonna if you weird?" It's like, goddamn, that's Nandor. Yeah, yeah, fucking Nandor. He's great. But I was, I also really liked uh, Paul Walker Hauser. Paul, yes, in this movie, he's good, man. He was. Did, uh, I like him. I watched some of the the extras at the end. If you scroll down on the D plus, okay, yes, yes, yes. Uh, and uh, he was just doing his fuck. He, the voice that he did yeah. for this movie. Yeah, it's a little voice he, like this. He like, oh, just, mate. He was just doing Bob Hoskins from Hook. Oh, smart. <laughs> Very smart. Good, good, good. Steal from the best, yeah. right? Steal from the absolute uh -huh. best. This guy's a good, he's a smarty. Yeah, it was good. I thought the movie was fine. I, I, I enjoyed it. 
I want Emma Stone to be a Lady Joker now. The second <laughs> dude, sure. in one of those scenes where she had uh, the the really wide and thin red lipstick, mm-hmm. and she had the white fucking face paint on, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. she was being really fucking creepy and psychotic. Yeah, I was like, Lady Joker, Lady Lady, <laughs> what the hell? Maybe that's the inspiration that she was taking for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was a fun movie. I, 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 it. I liked a weird it. movie, but it's fun. I liked it way more than I thought I was going to. Right? Yeah, I think that helps having lower expectations. I don't know. It's on Disney. Let me go ahead and put it on. I thought it was a little too needle droppy, like Suicide oh, yeah. Squad needle droppy. I understand what they were going for, but uh, there were times when like the music would be playing, and then the scene would play out, and it would transition to another scene, and then the music would just fade out, and then the score would start. I was like, oh, that was an awkward music trend. Like, at least diegetically cut the music off. Like, you turn the car off, the music stops. Like, Quentin Tarantino does that shit all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's, it is weird, though, that this is Cruella DeVille. Yeah, it's the it's the, it's an origin story for a villain. If she doesn't <laughs> scare you, no evil thing will, Jusakai. Not this Cruella. This is just a fashion mogul with a and bit a, of an edge to her. Bit of an edge. Now she's definitely maybe psychotic. Definitely sociopath. Barely. She's barely psychotic. Uh, she is not. I even because it's fucking Disney Plus. I was like, fuck it. Scroll down. 101 Dalmatians from 1960, whatever. Let me yeah. throw this on real quick. I watched like the first 20, 30, uh, skip through for a couple because I, like, I don't, it's been since I was a child since yeah. I've seen this movie. Um, so it's like interesting watching the portrayal of the two, Jasper and whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, okay, so this is how they're getting some of their dynamic is from these two characters. But also, when you watch the original animated movie, there's no, like, they ain't no. They're like, yes, man. Like, they're just working for yeah. her. They're, they're not they're like... Yeah, but they're in, in Cruella. Like, no, they've known each other since ch- childhood, yeah. right? Um, and then Cruella is such a goddamn bitch who is just fixated on fur. And uh, I'm, I want all my clothes. Like the Burns episode of The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. Like, like my vest. It's real gorilla chest. You know, that yeah. type of shit. And then in this movie, she not even, like, she makes a, uh, they hint at it. Like, oh, I killed the dogs. And then she's like, no, I, I ain't killed the dogs. What do you think I am? Yeah. What do you think I am, a villain? Yes! You'll get there eventually. You're Cruella the Vill. You're supposed to be the villain. I don't want to be liking liking who these people are as nice people. I want to well, I I like is, them for being bad. You got to realize this is the birth of her. So, yes, but she go, She obviously goes on to be yes. a villain. Yes. Well, I mean, she goes on to become Glenn Close for two movies. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be a weird uh, transition. Transition. All of a sudden, it's Glenn Close. Because they are doing Cruella 2. That's been announced. Oh, okay. And see, now I'm not... I'm not sure if I want to see that. And neither, and neither do I. Especially, is it just going to be 101 Dalmatians? Because they introduced Pongo and Perdita no. at the very, very end. Oh, like, did they? Yes. Oh, I skipped. Uh, if you, uh, it's like the... Mid-credit scene. Give it a little bit of credits for just a minute or two. And the second the credits rolled. Okay, I'm off. I'm done with this. No, they cut to... Um, again, it's like I went back and watching the animated movie. It's like, oh, that's who these fucking characters are. It's yeah. for sure things that are like almost Easter eggy. Roger, the piano playing attorney... Uh, He's the one who gets the one dog, and then in in 101 Dalmatians, it's Roger and Anita. And then they even say, Anita's like, Oh, I'm a childhood friend of Cruella's. That's why she even comes over to the house and knows about the puppies. Mm -hmm. Um, So we see Anita and them, but then they also like swap the gender, not the genders, but the like they make Anita black and they make Roger, uh, whatever, whatever Nandor is, (laughs) they make him a vampire. And and then when they get Perdita and Pongo delivered, that means they're going to end up hooking up. Yeah, uh, eventually. Eventually, so those characters have been cast for the next movie. 
Which is, I, I think it's going to be 101 Dalmatians. Okay. Because what if there's going to be a whole other movie in there between the... Uh, they're going to do Cruella 2 and then at the end of that one they're going to be like, it's Perdita pregnant. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, okay, so the third movie is going to be 101 Dalmatians. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, it's going to be the second half... It's going it's to be half of 101 Dalmatians. Because the dogs meet... 50, 50 and a half Dalmatians? Then it, no, but the, isn't it the way it works that, that Anita and... So and so meet yes. when the dogs meet. Yes, because they're each other's dogs. Yes, yes. Roger, uh, yeah. Per- Pongo sees Perdita yeah. being walked and makes Roger go down. So like, come on, walk me. And then like goes looking to the park looking for them and ma- forces them to do a meet cute, meet cute that works. And they get married. And then he's like, no, I'm gonna bang out this dog and give her puppies. It's gonna be. Awesome. And there's going to be 101 of them, which would probably kill the mother, but whatever, it's a Disney like movie. Like I said, I only watched 20 minutes. There's only 15. I was like waiting for the scene when it gets 101 puppies. Like, they only have 15 puppies? I do not remember the story, how, like how, how the story how works. How big did her belly get? Have 100 fucking puppies? Yeah, 100 puppies. Like, what the fuck? Um, the 15th puppy comes out dead. And then there's, oh. and there's a very sad, quiet scene of Roger taking the puppy in a blanket and like giving it CPR while Pongo watches very sadly. Mm-hmm. And then and then it pops its head out. It's like, oh, 15. We got 15. I'm like, damn, <laughs> this movie's scarring for kids. <laughs> got dead puppies and shit coming back to life. We got a zombie puppy now. <laughs> it's the run grows up as a it's, zombie It's part puppy. human, too, because it's been breathed human breath. Yes. Uh, he didn't do mouth to mouth. <laughs> that would have been fucked up. Animate a man kissing a dog, a dead dog. Um, yeah, I thought Krill was, uh, it's like interesting, interesting approach to it. I don't know if I necessarily, I'm backing this whole, it's humanized the Corolla character. Yeah, but, but I mean. But it, it's, it's done, whatever. I, I did like the sense of punk rock fashion. Yes, the fashion is clearly the best part of the movie. No. The art design of all of that was very, very fun. Oh, and, um, both Emma's, Stone and Thompson. Great. Oh man, Emma Thompson played the fucking cuntiest cunt that ever cunted. She was Cruella the Ville. <laughs> she was a true Cruella. That's why I want to see from this movie. Emma Thompson was fucking like she was singing. ice cold. She was so good. She she was good in everything yeah. though. I saw this shitty, beautiful creatures movie. Um, that's like an adaptation of some young adult book, and then she pops up in it. It's such a shit movie, and then she pops up. And it's like a ray of light. Like, oh my god, this scene <clears> works, and then she leaves. Like, oh, and I'm just stuck with Jeremy Irons trying to do a southern accent. Ooh. He's like, ha ha ha! Don't don't you know? It's like, no, stop that, Jeremy. <laughs> Please stop that. This is you're just embarrassing all of us now. Um, yeah, Cruella. We both watch Cruella, and then you know who else was in, uh, gave me the same vibe. I was like, this guy's fucking face. Um, the dude, this dude was in the first season of Fleabag. Remember the dude with the fucked up teeth that she hooks up with? No, no there's a guy. He's like a small character, but he's in the first season, and he's the store manager in the beginning of Cruella. Oh, okay. The guy with the clipboards. Yeah. yeah, I was like, this guy. I'm almost positive he was in Fleabag. Anyway, Cruella's pretty good. Um. Anyway, that's that's why I guess. What do you got, here? No. Okay. <clears throat> Ooh. Whoa. All right. Hey, hold on. Take a take a breath. You gotta let it out there. You got the... okay. Uh. So also on Disney Plus, the there was a Marvel one shot called All Hail the King. Yes. Uh. Where apparently it was produced in 2014. It's only 13 minutes long, but it's uh, it's kind of like a setup for Shang Chi because it's uh, like the. Uh, what happens to Ben Kingsley like directly after the Iron Man movie? Uh, Iron Man 3. Because it's tied into the Ten Rings and exactly. all that. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so when they made it, the reason, part of the reason why they made it in 2014 was because there was a bit of a negative reaction to 
the way the Mandarin character was like usurped and changed yeah. for Iron Man three, and hardcore fans were like, "We want the racist version!" as they shook I, their fists in the air. I thought it was kind of funny. I thought it was great. And I was like, <laughs> "Oh, I did not expect this no, at all." No, <laughs> this, this is a wild twist. Yeah. Um, and then so a lot of people said, and maybe that's part of the reason why I never bothered checking it out. But people were saying that this came out as almost a response to be like. Oh no! It's our it's our bad. The Mandarin's still out there. You know, this is just some way to clear that up for all of you. Yeah. It felt like a, almost an apology or correction. So that's why I never bothered watching. But now you saying with Shang Chi out, yeah, I should be checking it out. Oh yeah, no, definitely. How long is it? Uh, thirteen minutes. What? And you, and you get Scoot McNary too. Double what? <laughs> Scoot. Uh, thirteen minutes, man. That's short as hell. It's worth it. I feel like there are other. There's more of these one shot supers around that time. I can't think of what they are, but maybe. All right, shit, it's on Disney Plus. I got yeah. Disney Plus. You got 13 minutes. I got 13. I definitely got 13 minutes. <laughs> yeah. I for sure got 13 First minutes. Um, plus, it's Ben Kingsley, man. Come on, Ben Kingsley. Uh, what else you get? Oh well, we recently did our uh, Batman episode. Yes. So after I, I I went on the extras, and there's a 35 minute thing called the joker colon put on a happy face okay where it's just a, a history of the joker character from batman number one the comic book all the way up to uh joaquin phoenix that's crazy that it's so it was produced so because this is a if, if people so want to see it you saw it as an hbo so, feature extra feature so yeah so if you go to hbo max if you're on hbo max mm-hmm. you go to the dark knight mm-hmm. and you go to the extra section of the dark knight yes. and that's where it is the, the joker colon put on a happy face yeah uh, yeah, it's crazy. They, so the movie's from 2008, but this is obviously produced very recently. Yeah. And they just went ahead and slapped it on there. Uh-huh. And 35 minutes? Well, it's pretty long. It's worth watching. Um, I enjoyed it. Shit. 13 plus 13 minutes, 35 <laughs> minutes. I got I got 48 minutes. I can do this. I can watch this tonight. Okay. What else we got? Uh, Disney colon Star Wars or gallery colon Star Wars colon making of the Mandalorian colon <laughs> the finale these fucking <laughs> they need to work out that titling really is this just is this the second of the um, season two so after this after the season two uh, of Mando. making of I don't know why it, it took so long but they have a whole one that's just 45 minutes of the making of the finale yes because you know fucking uh, Luke's in it and they didn't want to spoil that and right. they had to keep that under wraps so so they just release it separately <coughs> once it's already been out that he has mm-hmm. been part of it now they can freely put out this documentary about how they got him in yeah. there worth watching is yeah. it good? that's all it's good, good. Right? it's all this yeah, all awesome. this gallery shit's good I've only watched the, I watched the, the the first season series. Mm. I, I haven't watched any of the gallery stuff since then. Mm. I, I should, it's worth watching. I should definitely get on it. It's all, it is very like interesting mm-hmm. um, to see how they do it and how it all comes together. Plus that volume shit. Man, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, on Netflix, uh, The Witcher colon Nightmare of the Wolves. Oh, this is that animated Witcher? Yep. It was good. Is it a, a series, limited series? No, it's, it's just uh, it's a standalone a, movie. It's a movie. Yeah, oh. it's, like, it's like an hour and a half. And it's called The Witcher what? Uh, Nightmares of the Wolf. Ooh. And it tells uh, the story of a young... So, if you're familiar with the video game series, you, uh, you play in the video game Geralt of Rivia. That's who Superman plays. Uh, Henry Cavill, yes, yeah. yes, yes. He, uh, but the, the old man who trained Geralt mm-hmm. was named Besimir. This is a story of young Besimir. Okay. Well, so, all right. So, it's a prequel of sorts. Yes. Just filling out the... Uh, the- it's just filling out the world. Of the Witcher, um, and then I guess I wonder. If, do you know if it'll tie into the series? Like, 
would it help to watch this and then understand the episode or season two whenever that comes out? I mean, in all reality, if you're not familiar with The Witcher at all, yeah. I would probably watch the series first. Before just, even just watching... Just for an introduction. Yeah. Because this, this movie doesn't explain anything. It just throws you into the world. Characters so, just show up. Yeah, characters show up, people do things, and they don't explain why. They, yeah. They expect you to have a base knowledge of the universe. Interesting. So Okay. Okay, fair. Good to know. Yeah. yeah I'm not, if, if not, but, then it's just going to be a, a fun action anime for you. I haven't watched... Or animated thing. Because it's not, it's not an anime. It's not in that style. It's just animated. But it's animated. Um, I haven't watched No Witcher nothing. Haven't played No Witcher nothing. So all I know is uh, people thirsting for uh, blonde cavalry. In a, in a hot tub. White hair. White hair. White hair, cavil in a hot tub yeah. of some sort. Mm-hmm. He's, like, he's like bathing. No. For some reason, it's a pre, that's the preeminent image in my mind is him bathing. Yeah, well, that's just... It, that was a thing from the video games, and I still <laughs> Really? Yeah. <laughs> that was a thing. There, there, are, there are multiple scenes in multiple Witcher games where Geralt's just like, talking in a bath, and it's like, this is oddly erotic. Wow. What is going on Fair. Here? Hey. <laughs> No, fair. Okay, that's cool. I like yeah. it. Let's get more sex in the things. I'm, I'm into I mean, there's plenty here. of nudity in The Witcher games. Okay. You, you, equal equal nudity? Yeah, you get to... Well, no, no. Digital titties. There's no digital genitals. See, well, then... Well, titties. I guess. Digital titties. No digital genitals. Titties aren't genitals. Hashtag free the nipple. <laughs> um, all right. What's up? But you liked it then? You thought yeah. it was good? I mean, I, I'm a fan of The Witcher universe, so I've seen it all. I've played... I uh, played The Witcher 2 and The Witcher 3. Damn, so, so you know. Okay. Right. I'm aware. Okay, okay, cool, cool. And then on Netflix, Untold, colon, Crimes and Penalties. Wait, what is this? Uh, this is a, uh, so the Untold is a uh, sports documentary series. Yes. Uh, and this is the first episode. Okay. I'm trying to figure out, uh, uh, it's a, this is kind of like the, the, so there, there was a hockey team, um, mid-level UHF okay. uh, a misfit band of hockey players known as the Trashers takes orders from the teenage son of an alleged mob boss so there was a guy who was tied to the mafia and did New Jersey waste collection uh, sure yes his, his, his son uh, at the age of 17 his dad bought a minor league hockey team and this is the story of the crazy year that followed it's crazy <laughs> of, a, of a mob boss's kid running a hockey team yeah well, well and the mob boss was laundering money through it too so, sure, sure, so sure. when yeah, he yeah, went yeah. down it all came crumbling down when the team went down or well, when, no, the boss, when, when the, the when boss when the boss okay, yeah, he, went, he ended up going to jail for like eight, seven or eight years for, for crimes against the people so of course yeah. that's where you that's where you belong you scum it's a fucking bonkers story yeah and it's, it's it, and it's it uh, what, it's like an hour true. hour and a half documentary uh, yeah. docu-series what's going on here uh, so it there are, it, it's a series so this the is, untold itself is a series yes yeah. and, so there's, and there's a bunch of them okay. um, some of them I'm not, I'm not interested in sure. some of them I am sure uh but they range, like, the shortest one I've seen is, like, an hour six minutes. This one was, like, almost an hour and a half. Oh, wow. Okay. So. Okay. That's a lot of information, then, if you're going to do a whole hour and a half on it. Mm-hmm. So it was good. Recommend? Yeah, definitely. Damn. We it's got, uh, got a lot of fucking recommend this week. Wild, wild story. It sounds good. That's not really good, actually. Uh, yeah, what if Tony Soprano's kid got a hockey team? Damn, that fucking kid. Apparently, they, they talk about that. Apparently, people have said that this family is actually the inspiration for the Sopranos. Oh, okay. There you go. Hey, shit. Because the, uh, the kid's name's AJ. <laughs> AJ. That's his name. AJ. Kid's name's AJ. Fucking AJ. Dads are in. I got, know, I got the kid d- hockey d- team. Dad's in waste disposal. Yeah, it's fucking weird. That's hysterical. All right. So is that it? 
for yeah. the, your immediate diet. That was <clears throat> okay, well, oh, I'm dying here. I'm dying. So we're going to take a break. I'm going to refill my drink. And then we're going to come back with, we got a whole bunch of movie news that did not split up in any sort of categorical way. Uh, I d- didn't feel like figuring that out this week. So we got that. We have no emails. Now they get any fa- Facebook comments. Either. All right. So uh, strap on your strap ons. Lube up your partners. Let's get ready for the second half of Cinema Crespedisa. You can be all the things you always wanted to be. Beautiful. Sexy. Easy as one, two, three. Just let your soul go. Just let it shine through. Just let your Welcome to the second half of the show. It's me, Michael Kane. With me as always is my dear friend, Sir Sean Connery. Sean, how are you? Don't blink. <laughs> I should introduce you as Michael Kane. <laughs> you don't have a Sean Connery. Everyone has a Sean Connery. Come on. Come on. It's me. I'm, I don't. I don't. We've only don't. done one movie together, and that was. It, what was it? The, the Man Who Would Be King. Remember when we were on that movie together, Sean? The Man Who Would Be King. The Man Who Would Be King. I was in it and you were in it. I never saw that. It's movie. only you were in it, Sean. <laughs> I'm trying to get you to do it. Come on. It's not going to happen. Do voices with I'm, me, Drew. I'm not role playing with you, Chris. I got to start an improv show. <laughs> um, Patreon.com slash So We just released our six canceled video game episodes. Uh, episode. Video game movie. I fucked that up. <laughs> Patreon.com How do slash, plural things work? I know. How, do, how does math? Again, math is magic. Math magic land. Welcome to math magic land. Um, we released an episode where I told Drew about six video game movie adaptations that fell through. And I reacted to them. And they were fascinating. Both the reactions and the movies. Uh, we got we got car video games featuring Dwayne Johnson. We got car video games featuring Vin Diesel. <laughs> we, <laughs> we got uh, literally the video games were featuring those guys. We got a uh, uh, Tom Hardy movie in there that never happened. It still might. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. 
and uh, check it out patreon.com slash so we're also now running into a, a, a little run here of movies where it's actually sort of a listener choice so we're doing Scott the Spot chose The Blood of Heroes mm-hmm. we did an episode that. Of that remember that Drew yeah. that felt like it was weird. months ago weird movie very weird movie Really cool. Ooh. Mad Max adjacent, I believe. Definitely happened in the background of a Mad Max movie. Oh. Is this bloody movie? Um, Ron wanted us to do Infinity Train. We did that finally. That's coming, Ron. It's coming in a couple weeks. And then um, Simon Time asked us to do Hocus Pocus. Ah, shit. We still have to record that, but it's coming. Fuck. Not, not looking forward to that one. Sorry, Simon. <laughs> it's okay, Simon. So, uh, patreon.com slash So Sign up today. Anywhere from $1 to $5 gets you full access. What are the difference between the... It's a pay-your-own thing, but there is a specific benefit for paying $5. So it's a pay-your-own-adventure? It's a pay-your-own-adventure. Pay whatever you think it's worth. Um, but if you want just a little bit of extra say, pay five dollars, and, and, and then we may or may not do what you say. I mean, we will do it. It just Eventually. may take us a long, long time. Ron's been waiting for this infinity episode for months. Yeah, well, you hey, know, squeeze it in, man. We I'm did ca- it. We did it for you. Yeah, it got done eventually. It got done, and I think we actually did a pretty decent job. Um, and uh, what was the other thing I was going to mention? Oh, yeah. I forgot. So pftmedia.com, that's the thing. You know, Cinema Crespity, so on Instagram and the TikTok. You know. <sighs> so, so, so bored doing the plugs every week. Guys, follow us on stuff. Come on, we need help. Uh, you, you know, you can just record yourself doing the plugs and insert them somewhere. That's true. And not have to, to say that every commercial. time. People do that. That sounds that sounds professional and efficient. <laughs> you're not so, you know about the efficiency part. I don't know. Let me <laughs> let me drink some of this margarita and think about that. Mm. No, sorry. All right, it's not bad though. It's that terramonum. That terramonum. Terramonum. The rest of this episode dedicated to the memory of the terramana tequila that we about to drink. It's good stuff. In these margaritas, it's surprisingly good. Thank you, Dwayne Johnson. Echo and Mexico. Go. Well, apparently he does it like traditional style, where it, like yes, it says on there like pot, copper pot the copper, it's and it's also it's like Tito's, it's small batch. So man, I love me some damn Tito's, and I'll drink me some Terramana. I'm yeah. down with small batch, large produce, small batch. I don't know how you large produce small batch shit, but I'm down for it. Well, you you just instead of making it in one giant container, yeah, you yeah, make yeah, it yeah. in a fucking bunch shit of, ton of, of small containers. containers. <laughs> so many small containers. <laughs> I feel like that's not as energy efficient. Well, I mean, I don't know about energy efficient. It, the thing is, though, it keeps the quality. That's what I want. I want that quality. That's what it is. Because you're dealing with less. Yeah. You have, I mean, people spend more time with less product. So it's, you it's make not, sure that little bit of product is good. It's up to quality. As opposed to a giant vat of whatever. It's like, I don't think this whole, well, fuck it. We had made too much yeah. of it to get rid of yeah, it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, shit, I'm going to drink more of this tequila. That's why he's making money hand over fist with this shit. He saw he saw Clooney with that Casamigos. And was like, he was like, I can do better. I can do that. You know what? Better. I'll just I'll I'll just we'll inject it with some of my rock juice, just like I do with everything, and mm. it'll work. You saying there's rock juice in here? <laughs> what? It's pretty good. I got it. It's actually pretty good. I think the rock juice. Fan of rock juice. You know who else just got into a tequila? Um, this is actually pretty funny, and I think it's another little bit of misogyny. I don't, it's not even like I like her. One of the Jenners. Kylie Jenner, I think. Kendall? Kylie? Oh, whichever one's a billion. Self-made billionaire. I don't... Air quotes. I, I don't know. I don't see, know. For, for, for me and the, the Kardashian slash oh, that Jenner shit. clan... Oh, that stuff over there. That, that, that whole clan, it has nothing to do with 
the fact that they're male or female or whatever they decide they are these days. Yeah. Um, like they're, they're just a bunch of rich stuck up assholes yeah, they're worse. who have, <laughs> n- they're, they don't even technically live on the same planet that I do. I don't think they do. So I don't think they do. Look, Ryan Seacrest, this is a Greg Proops joke. Ryan Seacrest salvaged a hooker, an Armenian hooker vessel in the late 90s <laughs> and turned it into the Kardashians. And now they're all billionaires and we have to live with it. Yeah. One of them start just recently launched her own tequila brand. One of the, okay. one of the Jenner ones, the younger ones. And put out a video of her being, like, on a horse with a cowboy hat, like, working with a bunch of Mexicans in the field. And then people went online and be like, cultural appropriation, blah, blah, yeah, and shit, this and that or other. But then other people were like, How, where was all this energy when Dwayne Johnson put out the same video? He ain't Mexican. Because <laughs> he's brown, he gets away with it. Where was the same energy with George Clooney's tequila? Yeah. You know, it's like, uh, it is weird to be, it, it does feel a little extra haterish. Um but that, remember that Pepsi fiasco? Do you remember that? General, uh, where the, Pepsi did a commercial where it was like it was a, a, a commercial of like a bunch of people riding in the streets. This was done like during the last summer, George Floyd, I think. Uh-huh. People riding in the streets. And then the Jenner walks up. I think it's Kylie. Walks up to someone like hands him a Pepsi. And then they all, and then everything's better because, like, I give you a oh, Pepsi. Oh no! Oh no! That yeah, that's the reaction. <laughs> that's the reaction. That that commercial got. Oh no! Pepsi and Jenner got roasted. Roasted. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I could have told you that was gonna happen. It was bad. <laughs> I, it's amazing how these huge decisions get made by these that cost lots of money by all these people, and at no point no one was like, "This is stupid. This is bad." Oh, I guarantee a, you, people. I guarantee you think you, someone did speak I, up? I, I, no, I think somebody thought it, but, then but for whatever it, reason, didn't fucking say a goddamn like, word. Because they're like, I want to keep my job, as opposed to being the one to deflate this balloon. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, patreon.com slash crispity. So uh, I have a dude, I do actually, I forgot. I have in my email. That's why I have notes, because sometimes I forget things. And then when we're in the show, it's like, you know, we're in it, baby. My brain's working differently. Um, I wrote some notes here. That there is the one section I want to do. It's a brand new section. And if you want to get in on the future, let me know. I don't. It's called... All of your ideas are failures. I appreciate that. <laughs> this one's going to be a failure, too. Because it's called Please, Universe! And in this section, I'm just putting out a, a call to Universal. Please. Hey, you know, that one... I mean, how did Simu Liu get the job? He w- tweeted Marvel. Like, yo, I heard you're doing Shang-Chi. Get at me. Right? He manifested it. Right? It's possible. So here we go. I'm going to manifest this. Please, universe, <laughs> please. Um, I have one request, but it has multifacets. Because, I, I, you know, I'm, just, I'm, I'm on my computer a lot, and I scroll where I'm looking through all these headlines from all these different sources, both right-wing, left-wing, pop culture. I'm getting all sorts of shit fed to me on a daily basis. Please, universe, please. No more stories. No more headlines about... You, you, you ain't going to know this name. Scott Disick? Who? Thank you. <laughs> I want to be Drewster Cogburn sometimes so bad, just so joyfully going around the world. Like, I don't know. I don't need to know this. This is great. Scott Disick is uh, from the Kardashian universe. Ugh. He <laughs> just happened to be dating Kourtney Kardashian okay. when the show started. Okay. So he was so he, Kourtney's boyfriend so, for a majority of the show. So he got famous adjacent. And yes. then because he was famous adjacent, actually became famous. And Yes. And now so they continue weird. posting. I keep seeing his face, <laughs> stupid, stupid face, and headlines about his like reactions to Courtney Kardashian. Nobody cares. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> stop it, People Magazine. Stop it, please. I'm um, joining that list. Is uh, 
Candace Cameron Burr, please. I don't need to. I don't need any more articles about what the full Fuller House lady thinks about her TikTok following. About how she posts something on TikTok, then all her super or Instagram, Too sexy. yes, and her super Christian following is like, oh Jesus, and then she has to be like either like I'm sorry Jesus, or she has to defend herself and be like I'm so, sorry, but Jesus. So here's my question: with all these people, like all the Jesus freaks, going yeah. oh sex bad did, Jesus, did they think Jesus was asexual? Yes. Yes, I think they all think Jesus died a virgin. I do are think they, that. How high are out, they? He hung out with prostitutes. I think most Christians believe because he's pure. He's the lamb. He's the white holy lamb. There's no way he got pegged. That's he, the second pegging was, reference of this he episode. The, he was the son of God. Yes, maybe, perhaps. He had a, but he also, had a power complex where he was like, I'm but, the son of God. But also very human, which mm. means he Definitely he fucked. fucked he fucked anything he could put his dick in. He fucked. Jesus fucked. He at one point in time he was an adolescent boy. Think about that. His his adolescence is omitted. Yeah. He's yeah. a he's a child. Wanna, he's six, and then all of a sudden he's thirty three. You, you want to know why? Because he, he did some awful shit. He was fucking. He was fighting. <laughs> he was living his manly life. Uh-huh. That's what he was doing. He was like, I'm the son of God, bitch. Suck this dick. He's also uh, it's running down the length of my thigh, Sharona. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. She had a big old. You know he had a big old meat. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I and I called it a meat <laughs> because I'm from the nineties. What are you gonna do? Wiggity 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 whack. Um, yeah, man. Christians for sure think Jesus died a virgin. And if you he know. died a virgin, then send me to hell because that's the saddest shit ever. 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 Especially, you know, that motherfucker look like Brown Ewan McGregor. <laughs> <laughs> no more stories about Candace Cameron Burr, please. Unless it has to do with her uh, Hallmark movies. That's the thing. I feel like they're not. It's just not contributing to anything. And then finally, please. No more stories about Dwayne, Dog, the Bounty Hunter, Chapman. Please. I'm so true. But wait. I'm so tired. Last thing I heard was years ago and his wife died. That was like two years ago. Okay. The stories continued with his his girlfriend shortly after his wife died. Now the stories about him getting married and and his daughter's not being invited. And then I saw another headline about how uh, someone gave him the hall pass to use the N-word. And I don't need this in my life anymore, Drista Cochran. And I don't want to throw my computer out the window. I want to use my computer. Hey, hey, listen. I want to use the internet. I watched The Dog Bounty Hunter when it first came out. It was... People love that it was, shit. People love that it was, when it came out. It was silly, and the mullet was the biggest mullet I've ever seen. I'm so done with the mullet, Drew. I'm so done with seeing that mullet attached to that yeah. that well, red, now, brown, wrinkled face. And now he's just older, so no. It's no, gro- he's so gross looking. He's so no. gross. And I keep, I'm scrolling, like, here's his face here, and no. here's his face here. And it's like, now it's a profile shot of the and crow's he, feet. And he definitely voted for Trump. Oh, my God, he voted for Trump. He's like, I'm out here... Fight, fighting. <laughs> you know he did. Ice you junkies in Hawaii. I'm voting for Trump. You know he did. He's a piece of shit. Yeah, he's garbage human. He's like, I got a whole pass. He's like, no, you don't. No, you you don't. white motherfucker. He was like, bury me with the Indians in the slave cemetery or some shit. He is an asshole. I mean, the only way I'm getting buried with the Indians and the slaves is if the Indians and the slaves want me buried there. Yeah, if their ghosts come and get you. That's not up to me. That's up to like, them. Like, we want this white honking motherfucker with us, is what they're saying. And yeah, I mean, if that's like, what they want, they can have me. You know what? You shouldn't be saying Candyman five times in a mirror. That's your fault. I didn't. Oh, I, I did oh, say... I did, oh, that was me? I did do Bloody Mary, and it didn't work. Oh, yeah. No, Bloody Mary's old, dude. What are you doing? <laughs> Bloody Mary has been around for a while. Um, so, please, the universe, please. If, if it takes COVID to solve this, please. 
No more stories about these people. So wait, wait, you're saying you want COVID to kill these people? Uh, maybe not Candace Cameron Burr. She can just like go away. She's never going to go away, though. No. She's never going to go away. Um, okay, now we, I just have one big old section called The Biz, where I'm, I'm just pulled stories. I thought these were unsectioned. It, you it, said it, you said earlier it, that these were unsectioned. I lied. And, and now they're sectioned. I lied. Two sections. The fuck. Please, universe, done. If you want to get it on in the future, Drew, let me I know. I don't. You can please, universe. Like I said, sometimes. failed. it's already a failed venture. I'm going to see more stories about these people. I hate them. I hate them so much. And I hate myself. Um, all right, let's get into the biz. But which one do you hate more? Mm, I think my hate of them keeps me going. So you hate yourself more? No, I'm saying I hate them more. That's what keeps me. If I hated myself more, then I'll just end it. Would you? Yeah, you know, I already got the booze. I just need some pills. You got some pills? <laughs> I mean, I, I can get some pills. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, you can, Juicy Cogman. I know Juicy Cogman. I know my guy. But I choose not to. I, well, I said I missed. Good. <laughs> Good for you. Um, You know about the service Lowcast? Have you ever heard of Lowcast? L-O-C-A-S-T. Nope. Lowcast has been around for a couple of years, and it was a nonprofit service. They build themselves as a nonprofit that um, they rebroadcast local television stations for people who don't have antennas or digital bunny ears. Right? So if you have Wi Fi, but you don't have digital bunny ears, you can use Lowcast to still get your local ABC, NBC, oh, okay. et cetera, et cetera. Okay, okay. The only reason I even knew it existed is because very recently, Sling TV, which I subscribe to, partnered with them to bring you local shit. But in order to use it on Sling TV, I found this out during the Olympics. I was like, oh, I can use Sling now to watch the Olympics on straight up NBC, my local NBC affiliate. I use the Sling, and Sling is like, you have to use the Lowcast app to access these channels. All right, I'll download this app, stream it to my TV. It seemed like, to me, it seemed like every, I don't know, 90 seconds. I And according to this article I read, it's every 15 minutes. But the Lowcast app, as you're watching it to watch your local shit, every 15 minutes it will just go to its own commercial, and it'll say, hey, we're a nonprofit. If you give us $5, uh, that'd be pretty cool. Like, please give us money. And then, instead of going back to the feed, it'll just shut off. <laughs> but then I have to, like, pull it back up, pull up the thing, hit, okay, play. Man, trying to watch the Olympics one like, night was yeah. a goddamn nightmare. Okay. After an hour, I gave up. I was like, fuck this Lowcast app piece of shit. They suck. Well, Lowcast just got shut the fuck down nope. by the uh, the uh, uh, lawsuit by a lawsuit. By a lawsuit. All ABC, NBC, Fox—they all got together. That's bad. When they get together, yeah. that's bad. That's real power. That's bad. Yes, <laughs> that's that's real money. They got together and they sued Lowcast for rebroadcasting their shit for money. And Lowcast, their whole argument was like, "No, we're a nonprofit. All we're doing is asking for donations." The judge ruled against Lowcast. Said, "No, nope, what you're doing is you're not you're not just soliciting money. You, what this whole 15 minute blockage thing where you keep stopping your programming, you are." Um, with the idea being like, if I pay this five dollars, then that goes away. Then that fucking ad goes away, and that's that's not nonprofit donation. Yeah. That's like this is a, now a subscription service. And then I looked at the reviews for Lowcast before this. I looked at when I was having the initial problem. I, I read the reviews, and most of the reviews were like, it Same keeps thing. stopping, it keeps stopping to ask me for money. And then some of the reviews were like, I'm, I'm paying the money, and I'm still getting these ads, these solicitations for more money. Like fuck, people were mad about this app. Um, they are now shut down. Because a judge ruled against them, um, and for one day they operated without 
those interruptions and then the next day they send out an email to everyone it's like we're done we can't we can't afford this anymore yeah. so um that's fucking crazy meanwhile you can contact like whoever spectrum comcast whoever your local shit is you can contact them and ask them for digital bunny ears and they'll give them to you for free yeah. so so fuck the, these low cast assholes <laughs> fuck them they suck they suck but you know what's weird though uh my i, I have buddy ears um the, the NBC affiliate never comes through. Hmm. And then I looked it up online. That's like a whole nationwide thing. It's like hard to, for a lot of people to get NBC at, at home for free. I'm sure that's NBC's fault. I'm sure it's them being like, subscribe to our whatever we have, right? Peacock. Buy Peacock. Peacock. Do now it. it's Peacock. Before it was like, sign up for cable so we can get that money. Now it's Peacock. 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 Even then, Peacock didn't have a, doesn't have a, a live channel. They don't have a live NBC channel. That would be a game changer. But they don't have that. Um, anyway, Venice Film Festival happening now. Dune. Oh, true. I, I've I, I heard already. Oh, true. Yeah, minds minds so, are being blown. I'm so excited. Brains are melting Brain, out of the ears. Brains have melted. So what happened was Dune on Friday. There was like an 8:30 in the morning press screening at the main theater where, uh, and it's also showing out of competition. So it's like the most anticipated movie out of competition. Yeah. Um, so by 8.35 in the morning, but they, for whatever, it's so stupid. They were like, embargo, you can't review this movie until it debuts tonight. <laughs> it's like 12 hours. Yeah. It's so stupid. Um, but like people were still, they get around that. They just tweet their cryptic responses or their cryptic first thoughts before yeah. putting out an official review. And the early buzz is like wildly good to the point where I'm like, okay, pull it back. Relax. There's no way this movie's going to be this good. Relax, no, Chris. It's fine. Calm down. And if it is, awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. if it is, great. But there's no way it's going to be... These people are just excited to see a movie, I think. Um, this is um, a film writer, a Weiss Irfan. Sometimes you just know when you've seen an all-time great. And Dune is, to me, an all-time great. Villanueva's masterpiece is a sweeping symphony of spectacle, sound, and storytelling. A cinematic odyssey that is every bit as visceral as this epic. I can't take it. I mean, I can't so, take it. Chris, it might be a Mad Max Fury Road. I can't take it. <laughs> right, I'm, I'm okay with that. Are you like, okay with it? I, I'm, like, stuff, I'm like, still... Like, like, after watching Mad Max Fury Road, like, I knew. I was like, this this might be, like, one of the greatest movies I've ever seen. Like, like did you like, see history? Like, you look around the theater. <laughs> yeah. Like, do you people know what you just saw? <laughs> do I? I don't think any of you people know what you just saw, right? <laughs> I, I, I'm pretty sure I know what's going on here, but... Yeah. It's like it's like when I saw... Uh, remember Head P.E.? It's like yeah. when I saw Head P.E. Dude, House of Blues once. To this day, their first album... It's a great album. Fucking... I can... Front to back. Their first two albums. Their first few albums. Their first their first album, front to back. I can listen to it. I saw them one time in House of Blues, and during the encore, they covered... Uh, during the middle of a song, they just stopped to start... They, what did they do? They did some random, like, Rage Against the Machine song from the first... Like, sounds called, good. Yeah, that sounds about right. Sounds about right. And then, uh, like, they did it, and then it was... Oh, and then, like, they went back into their song, but it was like a musical interlude, and the singer was like, do you know what just happened? Do you know what just happened? And I was like, yeah, I think I know. That was a Rage Against Machine song. You guys, that was awesome. Yeah. This is Lorenzo Ciercalo. Ciercalo. Lorenzo Ciercalo just tweeted, jaw-dropping, gorgeous to watch, rousing to experience. It pumps and pumps. And he gave it three pumps. 
It pumps and pumps and pumps. Pump, pump, pump it up. That spice into your veins. Ooh. Am I, I going to have to start in, doing intravenous drugs because of this movie? You are extremely <laughs> vascular, so I mean, I don't eventually like need- you pull it off. I don't like needles. I know, that sucks, right? <laughs> it's the best way to do it, but it's also like, ugh. I got to go between my toes no. to hide the marks. Uh-uh, uh-uh, no, no. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm, not, uh. I'm not doing taint stuff. Man, I just got to chill down my spine just thinking about it. His tweet's not done. Ferguson is commanding. Intense as usual. Chalamet gives his best in such a subdued action role. Geometric elegance in chaos. Okay. What? This is going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. This is going to be amazing. Awesome. So I, I feel like we have to give a disclaimer now to our listeners for when Dune comes out at the end of October and then we come on the show and then we give it our Rapture's review. Like, we're keyed up for it. It's going to happen. I mean, yeah. This movie's going to have to... How how can it be bad? I mean, if I were you, I would bring an extra pair of pants because you're probably going to cream your shorts a couple times. I'm going to cream my shorts. I'm going <laughs> to shit my pants. I'm going to pee my undies. I'm going to do it all. I'm going to give it the threefer. It's called the threefer. That's... that's the, what, white, the, what, the old white, yellow, brown? What did he call it? That's true... Uh, geometric elegance and chaos right there is when you when you cream your pants you cream your shorts you shit your pants and then you piss your undies <laughs> all at once while not blinking because you're watching the movie what do you think Sir Sean Connery <laughs> you just got to give it a little bit of dish nope. you just got to get into a short of a short of a, a mumble mouth which is Sean are you okay with hitting women Yes. <laughs> yes. You know, sometimes they want the last word, and but then you give them the last word, but then they continue. So you got to slap her. You have to slap her good. Barbara Walters was shocked. <laughs> it's hilarious. Sometimes you have to give it slap her. Like, you know, this, yes, 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 uh-huh. yes. I believe that. Like, damn, James Bond. <laughs> you fucked up, man. You fucked up. Uh, like, for real, the, the buzz for this movie is incredible. When it came out, uh, or no, when the movie ended, and then, like, the word is that... In the theater, it's called the Lido Theater. Just up and down the Lido, people were just like, t- whoever would listen to them, like, this movie is incredible. So uh, the word cool. is out, man. Dune is good. I'm down. October 22nd. Um, did I, you know- I can't wait to see it in I, theaters. I cannot I'm, wait. The- in I'm, theaters, yes. I'm, I'm probably going to watch it immediately after on HBO Max. But- run home and see it again. <laughs> man, uh, uh, IMAX? I mean, yeah, if we can. Yeah, make the trip. The, re- the real IMAX, not, not, that's not what the I'm IMAX. The Point Orlando yeah. 60 foot tall yeah. screen IMAX. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Okay. The return to the. We even do that for Tenet. We're going to have. Which mean, we should. We should have gone for I Tenet mean, because I'm gonna, sure that theater was empty. We're going to have to pay full price. Uh, yeah, because we don't have the, that regal. Is it full price or do we get like a discount? Do we have to pay like six bucks, eight bucks? Uh, I think I think it might be a discount because because we had to sign up for the mid range just to get Winter for our, Yeah, because the way for people who don't know their regal version of Movie Pass is theater specific, so we don't have the gold plan because we don't need it. Yeah, because we got. But, no. but Point Orlando may not be, or no, not necessarily Point Orlando, but the IMAX screen is gonna have a surcharge. No. On it. That's fine. I'll pay the surcharge. Um, did you know Timothy Chalamet's fans are called Chalamaniacs? Did <laughs> you just switched? Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> so Timothy Chalamet has a, a funny story about how um, he heard about Dune was being made by D- Denis Villeneuve, and he was like, "Oh shit, I want in on that." So he Duh. ran out and bought a copy of Dune and started reading it, and then told his agent, "Hey, put my name out there, get me involved." That's how that works. Yeah. Um, and he said he was like halfway through Dune, just like a 700 page book. He was halfway through it with like, he said annotations and his thoughts on things. He was really writing in there, uh, really digesting the book. 
And then he got word Denis wants to meet with you. He was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and then he said he just like powered through the rest of Dune as fast as he could. No notes, no nothing. He just read it so he could be familiar with the, with the story. And then met with Denis and had lunch and found out that they, you know, they got along together. That's how he got that role uh, part of the way. Very fascinating story. Um, it is a dense-ass book. Dense book. But it's so good. I've never read it. It's worth reading. I think it's... I. It's a weird thing where uh, I it, it seems to be online. A lot of people talk about Dune, and it's like, oh, it's so like it's dense, or it's hard to get into, blah blah. And I've experienced that with books like Infinite Jest. Um, after seeing the end of the tour, I was like, I want to read Infinite Jest. I've read the first hundred pages five times. It still doesn't. I can't work. get into it. And <laughs> as I'm reading, I'm like, this is so like it's so well written. I'm so this is so good, but nothing is grabbing me into it. And then the book, it's like that thick. Yeah. It's big. <laughs> Um, I can't get into that. I have a couple of books where I just can't. I want to read this, and I just it's just not getting me. With Dune, like, by page two, I was in. I was like, this is so <laughs> good. And then seeing people online be like, I can't get into this. Or it's too, I, I don't think it is that dense. It's, it's detailed and long, but we're not talking fucking crime and punishment here. I mean, it's still science fiction. I don't know. It's good. It's definitely worth reading. Um, Science fiction can it be can be, yeah, it can be. It can be a little, yeah, a little much for people. What are you talking about? The intergalactic empire and the Baron, the Harkonnen family. And stuff you just like gotta that. start right. That's all. Mm. Maybe just start with the start. Maybe that, it helps. that's what I did. I, yeah. I started with Asimov. He's the fucking birth of that shit. That's true. That's true, though. I love me some Asimov, and um, I just like how you know, you know uh, it's good to get I, people. I, I mm-hmm. like how Asimov signed everything with the. The, this, the A in his last name was a little rocket ship. That's so cute. <laughs> That's awesome. That is adorable. Um, if you're looking to get into sci-fi, if you're interested in it, um, Arthur C. Clarke, who co-wrote yes. 2001 The Space Odyssey, has some just just well-written. It sucks you in. He, he's the type of guy who every chapter ends with a cliffhanger. And you're like, what? And you got to read the next chapter right away. Like, what happens next? This is crazy. Um... And then his books are short, too. They're like 200 pages tops. Uh, so Shang-Chi just made a ton of money this weekend. It's going to make. It's going to make like $80, $90 million on a Labor Day weekend. The previous Labor Day weekend record holder, Drew and I found out today, was Rob Zombie's Halloween. So, so weird. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a weird release day for Halloween, Labor Day, right? It's weird that, that it was so popular. Yeah. It made $30 million that weekend. Um, it Shang-Chi made that day one. Day one! God damn! <laughs> that's wild. Um, so Shang-Chi's a hit, and uh, maybe that's going to make Paramount be like, shit, maybe we fucked up, because Paramount just abandoned 2022, or 2021, I should yeah. say. And they moved uh, their three big movies to the next year. Top Gun Maverick. But here's the thing. Yes. At least Top Gun and Mission Impossible are yeah, Tom Cruise flicks. They are. I'm sure Tom Cruise has a lot of say of when his fucking movies come out. Because also, he's like, you are not putting my movies on your streaming service. Right? Guaranteed. Guaranteed. So he's like, we need more time. Theater uh, audiences are not there. I don't want my movies to flop. Uh, so Top Gun Maverick just moved from Thanksgiving to May 27. Wow. May! I mean, it makes sense. It's... Back to a summer release. Summer and release. Yeah, two years later, man. Two years. Depending on how this all goes, Chris, we could have a worse winter than last year at, when it comes to the pandemic. The way the summer just happened and we're in Florida, no, things are going to be bad. Bad, bad. And we're going to have a new variant. I'll have, I'll have my triple shot, though, by then. I'll be fine. 
Uh, or my double shut because I got the J and J. They say eight months, so that's February for me. February for you? No, uh, October. For you? Oh, for me, it's a uh, yeah, like October. That's like next month. November. Chris. November. November. When November rolls around. Um. Yeah, man. Line, line right up. Shit. Shit. Mission Impossible Seven moved from Memorial Day next year to September of next year. <laughs> Why? That's weird. Because they want audiences. Um, that's a pretty safe bet for them. Fall of 2020, things should. Unless year three is the worst in year two. Jesus Christ, yes. Get vaxxed. Get, tell everyone we know to get vaxxed. Um, oh, actually, you know what? No, Chris, mm-hmm. don't get vaxxed. Just fucking die already, please. Yeah, one or the other. <laughs> get vaxxed or die, please. What was it? Geometric be- elegance and chaos. <laughs> Get your shot or die already. Is that like live free or die? It's pretty close. It's pretty similar. I mean, and but what what happens if you die by living free? Uh, oh, well, then you got your just desserts. Just mercy, just desserts. Um, Drew, this makes me so happy. Paramount is also the distributor for Jackass Forever. Oh, please tell me that. No, no, they're not pushing Jack, it. Jackass no. just got pushed from October no! to, to February. So get ready for six more months oh! of the same damn trailer, which we're seeing every single weekend in I front was, of every single movie. I was just thinking it's almost over. Yeah, yeah. Jackass is going to come out, and I want to see the fucking trailer. The no. same damn trailer in front of every single movie. Yeah. <laughs> February. Oh, February. God, fuck, dude, you just destroyed me. I know that sucks, doesn't it? And February fourth, I'm willing to bet that's like Super Bowl weekend. Did they just throw in the towel? And that should have come out on streaming by now. Um, fuck. Now part of the reshuffle because uh, Mission Impossible abandoned that date in November. Mm-hmm. Um, Warner Brothers put. Ghostbusters Afterlife in that spot. I'm okay with that. And that just played at CinemaCon last week. We were talking about CinemaCon, and it got great reviews at CinemaCon. I mean, the trailer was bang. The teaser was banging. It's a good teaser. They need to start now putting out trailers because it's come out in two months, three months. Um, also, rumors that Venom will be delayed, but that hasn't happened yet. So let's I see what Sony is waiting for. I don't care about that billion-dollar piece of garbage. God, that that, that, that trailer! I cannot believe how much movie I can't. The, how much money made? That trailer is so bad. The, the Venom, let there be carnage. Chris, the movie's gonna be awful. It's gonna be terrible. It's gonna be terrible. It's gonna make so much money. It's gonna be terrible. Uh, oh, this is actually a very funny story. So Matt Damon tells the story about Tom Cruise and stunts. Uh, I'm just gonna go with the words to quote. Here we go. This is Matt Damon speaking. It's a magic trick with Bourne, right? Like, how much do you have to do to make the trick work? If it's really dangerous, they'd never let us do it. I mean, Tom Cruise will do it. I talked to Tom Cruise about it 10 years ago, about the one in Mission Impossible where he ran outside the building, where he ran down the side of the building. That's a ghost yeah. protocol at the Burj Khalifa. I was like, can you explain how that happened? The way he explained it was, he goes... Well, I went to the safety guy. I've been dreaming of this stunt for years. I went to the safety guy and explained what I was going to do. And the guy said it was too dangerous. He goes, so I got another safety guy. (laughs) (laughs) Tom Cruise is crazy. All right. So I need to find somebody, A, who's credible enough and B, stupid enough who will let me do it. Let me do my shit. Yeah. Yeah. Help me do my shit. That's all he wants. Dude. Okay. Listen. 
The key is, I'm going to be doing this no matter what. No matter so what. So we're figuring this out. Yeah, so if the guy says, no, you're not doing it, it's like, well, you're fired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Um, the Expendables 4 is happening. Ugh. And we have some casting updates. For sure, coming back, obviously, Sylvester Stallone is his baby. Duh. Jason Statham. Okay. Dolph Lundgren. Yes, that and, makes sense. And Randy Couture. Okay. Okay. Those are for sure coming back. Let's get some new names in here. You ready for some of these names? Sure. Um, 50 Cent. Of course. I mean, he's not an action guy, right? But Well, uh, no, he... But he has it no, in a way. He he is an action guy. Yeah, well, he, he he is because they a, pull real-life bullets out of him doesn't mean he's an action guy. No, <laughs> he is an action guy. He is a C and D level action guy. Oh, true. Uh, yeah. B movies, C movies. That's fire. That's fair. Getting into a little bit of a sort of an action thing lately. Megan Fox. This movie's going to be awful. Oh, they're all awful. <laughs> they're all bad. They should be good. They're all bad. Um, this name, though, works. And they're going to ruin it. Or not ruin it, but they're not going to use them well. Tony Ja. Oh, I feel so bad for Tony. That makes sense, right? He's going to get used. He's just going to be used. He's going to be like Scott Atkins in the yeah. first one. Like, what a... Yeah, Scott Atkins. And then you wasted him. I can't see nothing in this action movie. Um, so Expendables 4, it's happening... Um, it's gonna be the worst of the, bad, of the bunch. It is. It's gonna be bad. Netflix just picked up the rights to the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, uh, sort of sequel that got made like a year or two ago. But it's been looking for you know with the whole pandemic thing. Yeah, like how we're gonna do this was supposed to come out in theaters, but then they sat on it. Um, it got sold to Netflix. Okay. Uh, so now it's coming out like next month. It's gonna be coming out okay. soon. I, it may even be like a, a surprise release for yeah. people. I don't know because there's no marketing for it. But it's a type of thing where they're doing a, they're ignoring all the lore and they're just making a direct sequel to the original. Okay. Yeah. So it's uh, fun. New Texas Chainsaw Massacre coming. We've got about oh, five minutes here. Let's see. Um, oh, we're going back to Mission Impossible. Yeah, these things are all out of order. Uh, Paramount is suing. This may be part of the delay. Paramount is suing the insurance company for pandemic-related delays and they want a $100 million payout for all the multiple delays from the COVID-19 and the insurance company is refusing to pay that much money. So now they're in court. Paramount just wants their monies. They want money. Give us 100 We have an insurance clause. I, th- I think what the insurance company is saying is we like, we didn't anticipate a pandemic when he got this clause, when he got this insurance. I mean, the, the way insurance paperwork seems to work these days, like they're oddly specific about shit you so th- right i have a feeling this is a uh this is like a legal fishing thing where like they're just they're trying they're, they're trying as best they can to stop the leak of millions of billions of dollars yeah. and trying to you know spread it out to other people i it, think so it, yeah yeah that's that, what it seems like it makes sense to me we'll seems see like a fishing expedition we'll see if it pays out for anyone who gets anyone if anyone gets anyone. uh for the, the only way you'll ever find out is if paramount wins if paramount loses the story is going to be buried and you'll never find out that's true too yeah they're like oh shit we didn't get our monies um frank oz uh, a mastermind behind yoda and other uh, things uh, who worked with the Muppets, he said, I'd love to do the Muppets again, but Disney doesn't want me, and Sesame Street hasn't asked me for 10 years. They don't want me because I won't follow orders, and I won't do the kind of Muppets that they believe in. So Frank Oz out there throwing shade on Disney and the uh, current Henson Company. Well, I mean, I was going to say, the the current Muppets, they're like, they've got a thing going. 
And if you're not going to roll with that thing, yeah. then... Well, he says, quote, this is Frank Oz again, the soul's not there. The soul is what makes things grow and be funny, but I miss them and love them. Yeah, no, you, you miss and love Jim Henson, and he was the soul. That's true, too. <laughs> um, uh, back in 20... Uh, when was this? A few years ago, this is an old older quote. Um, remember the 2011 The Muppets movie? Mm-hmm. That's the first the Disney one. Disney one. You know, and I, I like that one. It wasn't bad. I, I liked it. I liked it. it wasn't but, bad at but all. Here's Frank Oz. I thought the first one was really smarmy. These are my brothers and sisters working in the movie, and they didn't have a good time when we did movies. We had a great time because Jim was collaborative. There you go. Jim, talking about I Jim. Fucking told you. This is not what happened in the first movie. I thought there was wonderful things in it, but in general, I start to vomit. When things get over sentimental and sweet, it's all because Disney doesn't understand purity. So he's coming out swinging against Disney pretty it's just, hardcore. It's it's because it's not Jim and he, this dude's a fucking purist. Yeah, and he's an old man. He's an old man. Sure, he did Yoda, but he's also an old man. Yes, yes, man. I mean, he did Yoda, R2. but did he do Grogu? What happened when, no, he didn't. What happened when Yoda saw himself on a 4K display? What did, he, what did he say when he saw himself on a 4K display? I look like shit. He said, H-D-M-I. <laughs> yes. <sighs> Star Wars dad joke. Yes. Right. <laughs> I mean, if I could break this glass and no, put no, the that's broken a, glass into your face, I would. That's a heavy glass. Please don't. Uh... We getting a Rocketeer reboot. I'm gonna have to just fly through some of these uh, what? headlines here. We getting a Rocketeer reboot with a with a a black lead this time, and it's gonna be based on like a Tusk- Tuskegee Airman gets the opportunity to be um, the Rocketeer. Is, is the movie gonna be just as bad? Probably. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because the Rocketeer sucks. I mean, yeah, the, the, great the, idea. The costume design's cool, whatever. Yeah, that movie's fucking Billy Zane though. At least we got some Billy Zane in there somewhere. Oh, that was back when they were shoving Billy Zane down our throat. <laughs> Yeah, they were pretty hard. <laughs> Rocketeer, the Phantom, believe in this guy. Pretty damn hard. Uh, Phil Lord and Chris Miller are producing a Dennis Rodman movie. It's going to be great and oddly hilarious. It, well, it's also, you know, it's not going to be like Dennis Rodman his whole life. It's going to be just about the weekend where he was hanging out in Vegas. In the middle of the N- NBA season, he was hanging out in Vegas for a few days. The N- his the Bulls couldn't get a hold of him. The Last Dance talked about it. The last day, that, that weekend. Yeah. When he got married to Carmel Lecture. Yeah. They're making a movie about that weekend. That's going to be bonkers <laughs> and hilarious. That's going to be fucking great. Yeah. That's going to be so good. Oh uh, man, headlines, just headlines. Tyrese Gibson is in the news for coming out against Hollywood colorism and how um, he's a darker skinned black man and he gets passed over for a lot of roles for, for lighter skinned guys. He said Terrence Howard has taken a lot of roles from him over the years as an example. Well, Terrence Howard is more talented than Tyrese. That, is one, that is one thing too. It, it's hard to be like when you're talking about talent wise, but also uh, fucking Terrence Howard is also insane. He, I'm sure he is. he is. Oh, he is. Oh, man. There's a great, great profile about him from a couple years ago. Genius and insanity, bro. Fine line. He's like talking about his his math, his new math. He has new math. He's a math magician. He's okay. got, he's like, I got new math. That the person who wrote the article was like, I don't know what's happening. Um, but that's sort of changing, though, these days. And the the, the darker skin complexions are still getting through. And he used examples say, like Lupita Nyong'o and Viola Davis, who in recent years have, have their profiles have blown up. Yeah, yeah, Abdul Mateen the second. Another one who was in the last three years. fuck. Yeah, but it's also <laughs> recent, though, right? Yeah, it's, it, 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 that's the recent change where we're seeing more and more actors. Brian Tyree Henry. 
Right? Super he's, black. Super black, which is great. Uh, Tyrese, what do you call the black blue? He's, he's like, I'm that black blue. That blue black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what yeah, he calls yeah. So it. black is blue. Yeah. Um, so burn him down. Like uh, Wesley Snipes and Bill Duke and all these guys. Yeah. Oh, God. The blackest man on the planet. Um, she's gonna be probably the next not James Bond but the next double O agent's gonna be that Lashana Lynch who's okay. on the I'm totally okay with that she's hot as hell too I'll watch movies with her um, so it's a, uh, Gibson coming out there talking about Hollywood colorism uh, which is not just in Hollywood that's, a, no, just, that's that's just an issue in all minority communities colorism every, is like throughout it's Hispanic it's Asian hu- it, it is humanity the white people hate everybody because they're uh, all darker than them yeah. the, the Hispanic people hate the darker Hispanics yes. the black people hate the darker blacks yes that's weird it's, man the Asians probably hate the darker Asians yes it's fucking twisted shit sure you do it's crazy it's weird and crazy um I do cut that do you even know about this Vacation Friends movie that's on Hulu I saw the, the thing for it, yeah. and I'm like, John Cena? Yeah, and Lil Ray, Lil Rel, Lil Rel, Howard, Howard, whatever his name is. He is so insignificant in everything I've ever seen. I mean, I don't even care. He was good in a, he made an impression in Get Out. Well, I guess that was it, though. Everything else has been whatever. No. Uh, well, apparently that enough people watch that show on Hulu that they greenlit a sequel. Vacation Friends 2 is coming. Okay. So, so if you happen to watch that this weekend, you got you got a sequel coming. Paranormal Activity movie coming to Paramount Plus in October. Don't care. And uh, finally, Anya Taylor-Joy was cast by George Miller as Furiosa after he watched an early cut of Edgar Wright's Last Night in Soho. Man, that's a headline. Wow. Yep. Miller watched uh, Last Night in Soho. Really impressed with it. And at the same time, he's trying to cast Furiosa. And that girl, right, was like, come on. She's she's great to work with. She's super smart. She's very like great on set. I think this could work. So he met with her. It went off well. Now we got ourselves a young Furiosa. Cool. Mm-hmm. I think so. I think so. I'm excited. I'm excited for this. I mean, I was into her ever since The Witch. Yeah, dude. I saw The Witch and I was like, this good girl. I'm keeping an eye on this, this girl. This kid has got it. No. She ain't a kid no more. That's already been a few years. No. Um, so there you go. We did it an hour and a half. Roughly. Close. Okay. Try to keep it them trying to keep them to 90 minutes, baby. Uh so thank you, Drew. You're welcome. And you are welcome, listeners, for this week's show. We'll be back next week with episode 453. It's gonna be me, Michael Kane, with Sean Connery. Sean Connery. So, Sean, and he's excuse not, me. Please start everyone. Goodbye. This, this fucker's not going to blink for an entire week. I'm not going to blink for the whole week. And so, Sean, we'll say goodbye now. So, Sean, take it away. Goodbye. That was a little Sean. <laughs>